Hey everybody, welcome to episode 25 of the Cyber Bros Podcast. Ken Wurzki, I'm joined by... The Reverend Dr. <laughs> Kyle John Reese Mando. Look at 25 of these, Jesus. Yeah, I know, it was... I, Unbelievable. Yeah. It, dozens of fans. <laughs> Almost a half year's worth. <laughs> we could fill up maybe, I don't know, four rows of movie theater? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't know if they're coming from Sweden to see it. I mean, we do have international listeners, I know that. Or, or they're just... Supposedly. Yeah, that's true. It's probably just bots. For anyone to miss episode 24, it's up on iTunes. Uh, subscribe, rate us if you can. Episode 24, we watched The Haunting Passion. Whew. Absolute Stone Cold classic. Wow. As always, we tried to answer the following questions. Good. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of parrot talk. <laughs> well. Okay. Uh, Dr. Mudd, uh, what is the proper way to dispose of a dead parrot? <laughs> I know, <clears throat> I know how not to do it. You shouldn't put it in a box with a rock and toss it as if the thing meant nothing to you. Because they acted like it was this huge death in their family. So throwing it heave ho into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was the dictionary definition of heave ho. <laughs> they didn't even lay it on fire like a Viking funeral. Right, exactly. Or like when they slide them off the plank and went on a ship and they have to get rid of a body. <laughs> and they all salute. You know, it's. She literally just threw it. She didn't even bring other parrots to watch. No. I just don't understand. I think that parrot committed suicide. I knew, I knew what was happening. It was fucked. Uh, was this the horniest uh, ghost story of all time? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, if we're not counting pornography, because I assume there's just there's got to be a genre of I porn, think. ghost porn, right? Um, I would say yeah. Like, uh, who are the horny ghosts? He was the horniest ghost. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't get over. It. <laughs> he couldn't get over it. Oh, he needed that woman to kill herself so he could fuck. <laughs> and uh, what do you think the Mac Man's forty-yard uh, dash time is? I mean, uh, oh. <laughs> see, here's the thing, right? There's a possibility, like most people who aren't athletic, that he can run. Like there is probably some running ability, but right. no like actual. Well, hand I think. Eye. The, I, I think. What do you think? What do you think his character is forty time? Oh, his care. Oh, Dan Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Evans forty. Okay, so it's nineteen eighty-three. Which means, and he's at the end of his career. Yeah, but he's and he's a wide rec- a white wide receiver in 1983. So we're <laughs> talking like 5.2. That's what I thought. It I gave him five one. It has to be over five because even like probably the fastest guy in the league, not counting like um, like Bullet Bob Hayes or somebody like a track star, like a regular right. wide receiver, is probably four seven. I mean Jerry Rice was four six. He's the greatest receiver of all time. So I love that like lineman want to run a five one now. Yeah right. Oh yeah, you could be you could be 380 pounds and out sprint the wide receiver. It's like we were talking about uh, a tweet you had the other day about Bob Feller's fastball. Oh, I, no, it was uh, Walter Johnson. Oh, Walter Johnson, sorry. Oh, I love that so much. It was great. That Walter Johnson threw so hard, he threw 93. Yeah, we were ta- we've been talking about this for t- 30 years. <laughs> Decades. It's just like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, which was fast when you're when you're literally using a log to hit. <laughs> just, the bats are 49 ounces and they're 80 inches long. It was probably hard to hit. It probably right. looked scary. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh my god all right uh <laughs> the big train uh, that's, that's a good nickname 87 yeah he's like ooh, 
Wicked slider. Mm. Uh, so we had to try to answer those questions and more. Guys, watch this one. Yeah. It I, was insane. I, Audrey, a friend of the show, Audrey Lee, texted me yesterday and said that was her favorite movie we've done. It was crazy. Like, I, I kept saying to her, just, you have to watch this. You have to watch this. And it's uh, worth it. It was. Uh, anything to recap on that one before I move on? I don't think so. No. I think we covered that one pretty yeah, I mean, there, honestly, in that movie, not a lot happens. Yeah, well, it, when I re-listened to the episode to make sure I was caught up a little bit because I tried to stay with, stay with it, we said that exact thing. Nothing happens and everything happens, and it, it makes no sense. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those movies too, though. If we did just a podcast series on just that movie, oh yeah, we could break it down. Right, we could do like the whatever the worst idea of all time that that one thing where they they which movie was it? Shit, uh, they watched Sex in the City too, oh, and ed, for every episode. <laughs> It, like we could do it with this, and it would be we, layers or like the Star Wars minute. Yeah, exactly. Layers on layers. Yeah, the, the haunting passion. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I think there's a lot we could do, but get into it. Uh, Maybe we'll come back around. Maybe that's the one we'll do every year. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Actually, like, we, we need to have something. We have traditions. Yeah, I mean, it was around 25. This could be sort of the, the you know the end of season one. <laughs> The Cyber Police Podcast. Well, what is this, 90210? Yeah, Mark 30, 33 episodes <laughs> yeah. a season? Yeah, and we, and we, and we went some bonuses, some summer episodes. Oh, my God. Yeah. 33 they used oh, to do. We're that's, 36. That's what we have to do in the summer. Cyber Bullies calling the beach house. <laughs> and we just do, like, we go down the shore and record episodes or something. <laughs> we need gimmicks. What we're doing is we'll not record working. We'll record on the Himalayan and the <laughs> seaside. Yeah, exactly. Just throw up. <laughs> Just, just a set of ski ball everywhere. <laughs> Ticket machines rattling. Giant sunglasses. Oh, can't God. can't hear them, but you'll see them. <laughs> All right. So the movie we chose for episode twenty five uh, is two thousand seventeen's Love by the Tenth Date. This stars Megan Good as Gabrielle Fateful. No, that was her name. Yep. Oh, I didn't even look. According to IMDb, it was. I didn't even realize her name was Gabrielle. I don't think they oh, said I her name call, the entire movie. I didn't call her that. They well, didn't say it to the end. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I was just like, called her good. Yeah. I was like, I know who she is. Right. I know who she is, but I didn't. I didn't know her character name. And they didn't say anybody's name except for uh, Dante in the beginning. Well, there's one character they say the name, <laughs> which we'll get to. Because I, I noticed right away. Okay. <laughs> Uh, she's in a bunch of movies. Uh, I've never seen, but I, I mean, I've heard she's How to Think Like a Man. She's in oh those, yeah, yeah, she's movies. in those. Yeah, I I don't know. Is she like really famous for something? I I think she was on a TV show. I want to say maybe I'm wrong. I might be thinking the wrong person, but I think she had like a big credit like that. Okay, where she was like on a long running show. Okay. Uh, this also stars Brandon Jackson as as Dante. I know him from the Percy Jackson movies. Oh, is that where he's from? Yeah, but he's he looks a, so familiar. But I didn't. He's know in what Tropic Thunder. He's in Roll Bounce. Yes, remember he's that the, movie? He's the awesome dude in Tropic Thunder. Right. That's what yeah. I was trying to think of. Yeah. And he was in the previous. He was in with this ring, wasn't he? No. <laughs> no, I don't think. Same so. writer director. I don't think he was in this. Okay. In that. Where do we? I guess I just are you thinking of Doctor Sean Braswell? Well, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> I have a lot of questions about that. As I always do. I was hoping this is in the same universe as that. I, my first question is this in the Braswell universe? I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Because I think I was so annoyed that there wasn't a point at which she went to the hospital and he's just there. You know what I mean? It's fucking somebody's heart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> provide like, he, like he just he checks in on her. We get to see Dr. Sean Braswell updated. Sure. We, we, we establish that he's in this universe. So what I, right. what I learned too about the writer director is I don't know if we talked about this last time. Is that she directed a bunch of episodes of those Seattle shows, like Grey's? Okay, and so that's how I think how she knows Dr. Sean Braswell. I'm sure. Yeah, and so this the expanded universe, the Braswell expanded universe, <laughs> the Braswell cinematic expanded I mean, the B- BCEU. 
I'm sure you noticed this movie is very similar to With This Frick. <laughs> oh, you think? Yes. <laughs> this is the Nicholas Sparks of uh Yeah, just churning them out. <laughs> I, I, yeah, there's so many things that made me laugh that reminded me of that. Because I loved With This Ring. I thought that oh, was, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was one of our first like fours or fives. Or yeah, something. I really enjoyed it. Um, this also stars Kelly Stewart as Nell. She's in Blackish. Hop- yeah, Nell. Hot, that made me laugh, too. Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, and also uh, Kelly Rowland is in this, of course, from Destiny's Child. Oh, I think she was the daughter on My Wife and Kids, Megan Good. That's what oh, it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew it was something like she made. She was on something called Cousin Skeeter. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so what else do you got Damn, for us? how old is she? She's been, she started acting in 1991. Holy no. shit. She must have been a kid, but yeah. still. I would say wild. she's our age, like 40. Oh, really? I thought she was yeah. young. Yeah. I mean, she looks I mean, great. Yeah, well, she obviously looks better than we do. Right. That's literally saying nothing. Oh, born in 81. Oh, August 8th, day after my birthday. Right, there you go. Yeah. She's 37. <sighs> Oofa. Yeah. I'm just a minority reporter. Really? No, I guess. No, the show. I did see that. It's yeah, the, it's I was the gonna show, say. Maybe. I was like, <laughs> it's it's. She was in a pre. She's in the black version. That's why it's called the Minority Report. <laughs> uh, so dumb. So so dumb. All right. So what else do you got? All right, Ken. It's a very short trip this week. Well, is it? Is it? So we're a about year. To, we're about to find out how far we're gonna go back. Oh, okay. Nineteen seventy. We're going all the way back to nineteen seven. Ooh, where'd my music go? Did they have music in 1917? You're going to find out, aren't you? <laughs> Definitely back before the song existed. Right. I mean, unless they maybe, have a time machine. Unless the agent was back. It, maybe it was Sheedy. It was on a player piano. Like like the uh, the beginning of uh, the fucking HBO show. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, play. I know you're talking yeah. <laughs> I would love. To, I would love to hear this on a player piano. <laughs> Dr. Sean Braswell. <laughs> That's who he's talking to. Of course. Who else would he be talking Huey to? He Lewis in the news exists in the Braswelliverse. Right. Oh, of course. I, I, I'm glad you thought that because it was literally the first thing I thought I'd go, yeah. where is he? Where is, <laughs> where is the man? DSB. I need him in my life. <laughs> he's handsome. He's a good actor. I, I, I love everything about him. Yeah. All right, Ken. So we're going to go back to 1917. Because <laughs> 2017, I, I tried to do it, and it was just so it's boring. Impossible. It was so boring. Yeah. It was like, of course, whatever, The Shape of You is going to be the number one song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Fucking ginger troll. <laughs> so we're going to do, first we're going to do books. The best-selling books of 1917. <laughs> Okay. So I'm going to give you four titles and descriptions. You're going to tell me. I which... mean, this was it. This was like movies. I know. Well, movies were movies. I right. Mean... But I mean, like, yeah. this Mo- was people's main form of entertainment. Uh, yeah. This is right at the moment where people started going apeshit for movies. Like, y- you were really starting to see, like, high ticket sales, which we'll get to. <laughs> okay. So, number one, The Light in the Clearing by Irving Batchelor, spelled weirdly. When working class Bart is rejected by a woman of high social standing. <laughs> I love these. He turns to Senator Silas Wright to learn to examine the relationship between wealth and character. The light in the clearing. Mr. Britling sees it through by H.G. Wells. So you've heard of him at least. I have. He, you know what he wrote? The Time Machine. The Time Machine. <laughs> An American tourist and a British writer bear witness to the outbreak of World War One and the devastation, fear, and crisis of national faith that follows. It's like a Tom Clancy novel. Yeah. Oh, it says, oh, a little extra here. The protagonist, Mr. Britley, is often read as an alter ego for Wells, so maybe he was covering the war or something as a journalist. Interesting. Yeah, so it might be good. 
We might learn something today. Maybe. I'm going to say we're not. <laughs> I mean, we learned one thing for sure. The Braswelloverse is bigger than we thought. <laughs> it's expanding like our universe. Faster. <laughs> well, obviously, remember, he didn't even need a fucking jet. He could just... Like, I know. Yeah. He, he ran across the country <laughs> in two hours. <laughs> Miami, or Atlanta to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Road to Understanding by Eleanor H. Porter. After her mother's death, Burke Denby... Oh, his mother's death. Sorry, I misread. Burke Denby enjoys a period of overindulgence that inspires disastrous decisions later in his life. I'm just telling you what it says. Okay. Finally, The Hundredth Chance by Ethel M. Dell. <laughs> my, my, my radars are going off. <laughs> I'm, I'm just reading the... the can I just got to read what's on the papers. I, someone handed this to me. Maud Bryan... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to look at you because it's, it's harder that way. Maud Bryan is an impoverished gentlewoman. <laughs> Maud Bryan is an impoverished gentlewoman who is exhausted from caring for her physically and emotionally crippled younger brother. The next sentence is going to kill you. Just be, just be ready. Horse trainer Jake Bolton. <laughs> Uh, horse trainer Jake Bolton proposes marriage in a comfortable home, but Maud is still in love with the rakish Lord Saltash. <laughs> so that that was the hundredth chance. So you got Mr. Bridling sees it through, uh, the road to understanding, the light in the clearing, and the hundredth chance. Which one of these was the best-selling novel of 1917? I'll go. Uh, I'll go. H. G. Wells. Correct. He's of course the best-selling. He's the Stephen author. King of. Whatever. Yeah, he's just he's blocking. He had like four bucks on the charts. Wow. Yeah, it was good. He's he's, he's good. Yeah. Those are all real, by the way. I did not make up that last. Yeah, one. Yeah, I, I think even the last one, you could have made up that that last. I saw Horse Trainer, and I just like this is the one. I got to put this on the list. <laughs> oh god, it was so good. All right. So now, top pop songs of oh. 1917. Wow. I don't know how they measured this. I just found a list. <laughs> I assume it's like by sheet music, probably. But I, so it's not by radio airplay. No. I mean, it could it could be by actual like uh, record or canister sales. Okay. So I, I don't know. And the reason I say that, because there's two versions of one song on here. So it suggests they're like actual recorded wax things that they're measuring. Okay. So number one, Van and Shank. <laughs> Is that the group or the song? <laughs> it's the group. And with the song Van and Shank. No. Uh, for me and my gal. Okay. John McCormick with the Star Spangled Banner. Nora Bays over there. Mm, big one. American Quartet over there. Ooh. The Six Brown Brothers smiles and chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that joke. It sounded like two minority residents. Yeah, it's like, it's, I mean, it had to be racist. It's probably six guys in blackface. It was 1917. Smiles broke the handcuffs. <laughs> Touch the top of the backboard. Oh, smiles and chuckles. Uh, chuckles was no chuckles wasn't. Who am I thinking of? Jingles. Jingles. Thank you. <sighs> jingles are real bad. <laughs> Apparently, probably probably just a regular job. Try to count. Jingles, can you write these numbers? <laughs> jingles, we got the IRS breathing down our neck. <laughs> can you can you get these uh, those ten forties off the top of the backboard? <laughs> Joke, jokes for no one. For four people. 
They're good, though. Yeah, They're good. They are. All right, so you got, uh, for me and my gal, the Star Spangled Banner, two versions of Over There and Smiles and Chuckles. I'll go with the second version of Over There. Oh, Ken, your instincts are great, mm. except... It's the other version oh, of over okay. there. Yeah. I, uh, oh, I, 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 might, I thought I had it queued up. Let me, let me look. The, the website I found it on had clips, but it was they, they were kind of wonky. Mm-hmm. Let me just... I'm sure the sound quality was not great. Oh, here we go. We got some, got some Nora Bays here. All right. Blendy. <laughs> let's, see, let's see what she's all about. Hits of the 20s. She's, she's all over this. Sure. Just like a gypsy. People are obsessed with gypsies then. <laughs> You want to trick me, Gypsy? Oh, I, I, I don't know if I've ever told you this. My mom was obsessed with Gypsy. Yeah, I know. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. How are you going to keep them down on the farm? Big hit for Nora Bays. She's, she's really adding a lot of sauce here. Is she singer? Is she's playing all the... No, I have no idea. I mean, honestly, I, I personally like this kind of stuff. Like, I don't think it's awful. I I want you, I want you to bring a lady friend back to your apartment, and she's like, "Can you put on some music while we make out?" And then you're like, "Do you like, do you like Nora Bass?" <laughs> you might. Let's see. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, no, this is definitely sex music. I mean, for the time. Oh yeah, this no. must have blown your socks off. Like, oh yeah, like you'd be jacked. Never hurting fucking music before. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, real, I know, like I know music on the radio or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. or on a record. Yeah, I mean, records have been around like twenty years at right, this point. But still, yeah, they're it's expen- like the internet. Like, it was expensive, yeah. right? No, what's probably sad is like they're probably again. This is probably a racist song. Probably, probably like, yeah. how do we keep them down there? Don't don't let them in society. <laughs> oh, Nora Bays. Uh, all right, Ken. Down to our last category: movies. Mm. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have The Little American. Mary Pickford stars as an American woman who is in love with both a German and French soldier during wow. World War One. Controversial. I mean, you can see that on YouPorn as well. <laughs> Some of these did not have descriptions, so. A Romance of the Redwoods. No That's des- it? No description. Okay. And Cleopatra. Oh, all right. Um, I, and I believe Mary Pickford's in all three of these. I'm sure. There's probably five <laughs> actors. <laughs> uh, she was the biggest star at that I'll moment. go with Cleopatra. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. I mean, that's an obvious answer. Yeah. I knew that one was be less fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we got go, to go back to go back in time. Right, that's the furthest we've gone back. Yeah, I just felt like I, in looking at... I mean, my guesses for 2017 things would have been just as... Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't have the answer. It's just stupid. It was just stupid. TV was stupid. I couldn't tell you what the top movie was for last year. I looked it up. It was... Box office. In January, it was Maybe split. Star Wars? It was January, it was split. split. Oh, it was the movie split, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean, like... Yeah. I, no one cares, so I figured, let's get in there. Yeah, he's making a talk. People forget they were like a real They're band. good. Yeah. Sadie, they're not playing anymore. The production hurts them, but yeah, it makes it sound more dated. But oh, yeah, because they're they're going after the the Springsteen audience. No, I get it. Yeah. I get why they did it, but it's like you don't necessarily think it was a good band. I mean, it's tough getting a sax in rock <laughs> music. At this point, it is right. I mean, it used to be the heart of rock and roll. <laughs> right. It's no, it's no longer beating. <laughs> I love when you get mad and laugh at me at the same time. You're like, fuck you. 
Uh, we did it, guys. All right. Time traveling agent. He's going back to represent Mary Pickford. <laughs> make that make that money in the middle of World War One. Ah, uh, all right, Kenny. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You've already already did, dove into my okay, first question. Gre- so. Grease the tracks. Yeah, like I'm ready. So we jump right. I mean, right into it. Yeah, it was great. The, the right. Fir- into it i gotta say the first like 40 minutes of this were fantastic and it kind of trails off after that yeah but it, it was it came out of the they box they throw hot. so much at you in the beginning that's how i knew i didn't even look i just as i was watching i go oh this is the this must be the same as with this ring because it has the same crazy nonsense where you're like what world is this yeah and 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 they're they, they don't really introduce anyone nope it's just like, all right, here's Megan Good. Here's her friend. Here's this. Here's I'm like, slow down. See, I kind of liked it. I was I hate but when, when you're trying to take notes. This no, is why I, I asked you the other day if I could just do voice at text and then print it out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's much easier for me. You can. I mean, you can. I mean, I could type fast. It's just like I had to pause it. At the, <laughs> I mean, we you know we can we could tweak the system. No, it's it's okay. And when I like the movie, it's okay. Like yeah. I like this movie, so it was fine. Man. But when it's a, a crap movie, and I, I'm like, how long I've been watching this? I've been watching for three hours, and it's been twenty minutes. Yeah, you're like, this it's is It's like, insane. oh god. Yeah, but this I one mean, was good. Just hit the highlights. I'll, I'll fill in the details. Oh no, no, I no, <laughs> I'm all about the details. I know. I got questions. You got answers. That's right. So what I thought was weird already from the beginning. So we dive in. She's getting her. She's getting her weave done. Yeah. Which which I found inf- uh, informative because I've never seen that done. Oh really? No. Oh, that's interesting. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Why would you? Unless you saw it on TV. Right. Although I don't know. I mean, there has been talk for years that I have wear a wig. Yeah. I mean, I was I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> <laughs> then I took a look at your hair today. I went, mm, interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I what was weird? Okay, so the whole this whole scenario is is nonsensical to me. Of course, because she's beautiful. But Again, right, of course. Yeah, they're just like how it's can, ridiculous. She can't She's find the, a clearly the best looking person of her friends. Or I thought she was the best looking person of anyone, right? Of people of human beings, right? And uh, it's like she's Sean so, Braswell level it's handsome. So ridiculous, for a lady. yeah, to me. But I love it too because that is what a romantic comedy is, right? It's, I know it's like the hottest person you can think of who can't get laid. <laughs> right? You're yeah. just like, okay, I guess it's so. All right, so she she's doing the weave, whatever. That that was funny. I like their. I, they had like a nice chemistry. Those two, yeah, they were funny and funny together, right? Um. But then they introduce her mom on the on a portable phone, and is she okay? So here's my question: <laughs> she just she just reaches over during the weave and presses the button, and her mom is just talking. Yeah. So does that mean her mom was on mute the whole time? No, did, I I think they just like or go ahead. Let me. I'll let you finish. <laughs> or is her mom at her house on the phone? And she's now eavesdropping by turning on her phone. I think you're co- overcomplicating this. What do you think? I think she just picked up and her mom was talking. Like that's how they thought her mom would just start talking right away. But the phone didn't ring. Um, I don't. I really don't remember. I, I remember. <laughs> it didn't ring. So I, I guess my question is: It was well, you thought it was like an intercom system, <laughs> right? Like what? It just made no sense to me because, like, either she has a portable phone and a cell phone. Like like a landline, right? No one has that. Certainly not somebody who's thirty five years old. Like, right? It makes no sense. Or she has a dedicated landline for her mother that acts almost like the bat phone. Like you just pick it up and the person's on the other side talking. I I don't remember exactly what happened with this. I'm pretty sure the phone rang. Okay, maybe I missed it then. Because she's she's. Her friend does her weave, and then because she has multiple wigs or weaves or whatever, 
and the one was on the ironing board and it catches on fire. And I thought the <laughs> oh, phone yeah. rang and it was her mom. But but she's the, her mom is talking before that. That's the reason she has the phone in her hand when the fire starts. And she beats the do fire they, with the phone. Do they like <laughs> do they cut out for a second and then you're and then all of a sudden she's back on that she's on the phone with her mom? That's possible. All right. I didn't pick up on this, so I I could have been I could have just missed it. I it just really confused me because they use it to introduce something which never comes back, which is the curse. Right. I thought that was going to be the movie. Like it kind of well, comes her in friends in the room when they're talking about that, though. I thought. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. This all happens. That's what I'm saying. When she picks up the phone and hears her mom talking, her friend is still doing her weave. Hmm. But it, but so that's why I thought it was just strange. Replay it. I'm, I'm getting to it. I'm trying to talk. Just and do it. Fuck. Go fuck yourself. Whole piano falls on you. <laughs> Uh, all right, hold on. Because uh, I, what I didn't get about it then is if the curse is the thing, right? Which like, is the only explanation why she can't realistically find a man. Right, which is fine. We've had plenty of stupid premises for movies. <laughs> I'm fine with this one. And then it just goes away. Like It comes up like maybe once or twice more, but it's not the central thing of the movie is we have to break this curse. It's she these, can't find a man. She right, can't the, get a man. To well, stick. these are the rules for dating, right? Like a you know, like one of those kind of movies, yeah, yeah. which is fine. Right. Again, romantic comedy premise sure. makes sense. Sure, but we had both of those, and it bothered me that there was two separate competing premises. I, to be honest, until you mentioned the curse again, I totally forgot about right. it. Right, that's the thing is like they introduce it like it matters. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I mean they jump right into. I, I love it. Someone said on IMDb they thought that this was like a movie they made for the theater, and they were like, eh, we'll just put it on Amazon or Netflix. I can see that. India looking for our hair. She my friend. And what you really need to learn to do is to get back to your roots. Go natural. I am natural, except for I have other natural hair. You bought this. I know. And it was on a hanger. I love how they talk that it's horse hair, though. It's Yeah, I love that. It's real. Say this was in the, I learned something. It's yeah. like watching a YouTube you video. YouTube explainer. It is not like I haven't done this before. You haven't. But it's not like I can't. It's, it's, it I thought it was much, much, much less complicated than this. I know, I know, because you have a No. Finally gonna get some. You know, you haven't had sex since you were little. So. Since you were little. What does that even mean? Well, maybe I'll kill myself after I leave. Yeah, I was like, whoa. That made me laugh. I legit laughed out loud. Fire. All right, here we go. She's. You know what? I thought it was a message when I was watching this. That was like a voicemail. But why would that she, was weird? Why would she be leaving a message for her daughter, talking about her daughter to someone else? Yeah, it doesn't ring, right? It's almost like she had that saved for like years that her mom said that about her. She would just play it the motivator <laughs> through through her portable phone, yeah, like on her voicemail. <laughs> but why would it be on her voicemail? I don't know. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, I I didn't even know because at that. first I thought, oh, she's at her mom's house. Yeah, you're completely right. And. And I thought, oh, we're going to meet but the mom. The only reason I think it, that it's saved is because she knew when she was going to say the curse. She mouthed it. A good mouthed it. Oh, did she? Yeah, if you go back. Oh. Yeah, she goes like the curse. You know, like, what a she, weird thing. What a weird thing to save, but. Right. Like, because it seems like she doesn't believe in the curse either. She thinks it's like dumb. Right. Because watch, watch, we'll go through it again. You know, my friends ask me, like, why can't Gabby keep a man? And I say, well, she just hasn't found the right one. Yeah, kinda. She, it's not like she listened to it before. She just yeah, knows she's right. gonna say the curse. Yeah. It's so weird. That is bu- that is bizarre. So it, it just threw me off because I'm like, okay, where are they? Are they at 
her the friend's house are they at megan good's house yeah. are they at the mom's house because if they're at the mom's house then that makes sense she's right. eavesdropping. she's like I, I think that's the only explanation right but then she's not she like starts a fire at her it's at her apartment or her house because she has a nice house yeah and a lot of nice houses in this by the way yeah just like the other movie except for what's his name uh the friend's boyfriend slash fiance his apartment compass oh yeah, yeah. He, that looked pretty <laughs> that was like daniel russo's apartment <laughs> it, it, it might have been the same one i swear <laughs> to god it looks so bad like some santa monica fucking shithole all right that was that was a that was a little detour but that's not a detour this is what I'm, this is what we do the, All right, that was crazy it made no sense you're right it just confused the shit out of me because they introduce a curse that you think in a movie like this is going to be the thing right? right in a lifetime movie or a tv movie sure it, we're gonna have to break the curse how do we break the curse oh you have to go on 10 dates connect the two there we go we're good but the curse never comes back we never even meet the mom no she never appears in the movie or calls i maybe one other time calls maybe but, i don't remember uh, no no <laughs> All right, so uh, good. Supposed <laughs> we're a minute and a half into the movie. Good, not even good. Supposed to go on a date. Uh, so her date cancels. Her date calls and cancels. Oh right, that's right. Because his girlfriend is sick. That's what he says. He's like, my girlfriend's sick. I can't go out with you. <laughs> yeah, which on the one hand, I was like, oh, that's would a guy do that? I was like, yeah, a guy yeah, might do he that. Would. Yeah, like you know, he does kind of explain how he got back together or whatever. It wasn't right. Doesn't he say like, oh, well, we kind of got back. To she calls him and he's like, ah, oh, you know. We broke up, and then I dated you, and then when she came back, he kind of explained it. I don't remember that, but yeah, yeah, he puts because he calls, she calls him, was like, "Uh, what?" And you know, yeah. obviously, is pissed off, right? This is the other thing about this movie: is she crazy? Yes. Cause, oh, yes. Because I think she's supposed to be like Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Yeah, she's a little. I mean, she admits she had, uh, later in the movie that she has a restraining order. Right, the guy has a restraining. But, she's crazy. But everybody's just acting like this is normal stuff. Like none of her friends go like, "You need to calm down." Yeah, stop burning things and throwing things and breaking things. Right. So I because like she dates an ex football player. Correct. She goes to his house and tries to burn it down. She's like she has CTE <laughs> <laughs> from that dick. No, it's just like I think she's supposed to be Lisa Left Eye Lopez. I mean. You're driving me crazy. <laughs> really? There's no way she's supposed to be that. She's supposed to be crazy, but I don't think she's supposed to be Lisa Left Eye Lopez. But why do they keep going back again? Why make her have an ex football player boyfriend who has to leave town because she comes to his house and tries to burn it down? That is exactly what happened with Andre Risen. Exactly. I'm, I'm not giving you credit for that one. All right. I want everyone to. I, I, I want everyone <laughs> to vote. I'm going to put a poll up on Twitter. Because how old is the writer of this movie? She's probably our age. Mm-hmm. I bet she might even be a little older. I'll look, but I I feel confident. You want, you want it to be a uh, a Law and Order rip from the headlines? I do because this is what these are like. Because there, there's the part where they rap in in the car with. Uh, 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 oh yeah, it's Black Sheep. Yeah, that's a perf. That is like exactly our age. Like that song yeah. would hit exactly. I mean, I'm not giving you credit, but you're, that's our age. <laughs> I don't think you've ever been more wrong in your whole life. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Yeah. No, I, so that, the next day, uh, and that was a lie. The, the next day, good oversleeps and her car won't start. Uh, I mean, who has car trouble anymore, really? Well, and she has like a vintage Benz, right? It's like, like crazy. What a weird, and she's crazy in a nice house, but a shitty car or a car that doesn't work. It was very strange. So she has to take uh, the bus to work. Things aren't going well for her. Okay, Uber doesn't exist again. Right, it's L.A. Everyone, no one takes the bus. Right. As she's getting off a bus, a woman throws her a pregnant woman throws her yogurt at her. Yeah. Throw her hair. Okay, that scene again. The first ten minutes are so crazy. It's crazy. So she gets on the bus, sits down, and then pretends to sleep as the pregnant woman stands there and stares Meanwhile, at her. Meanwhile, there's 
mil- other people on the bus. Not one person moves. A, a man, men are sitting down. Right. Who should give their seat up right. before Megan exactly. did. Exactly. And she, I gotta say, she did, it, it, her acting was really funny. She was doing like the yeah, like, like peek, yeah, the peeking fake, through her thing. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. But just get up. Like, I, if I was that lady, I would have fucking walked around the middle finger to everybody on the bus. Until somebody got up. Yeah, exactly. Shame them. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. I, it, it made no sense why she was the one. And it's not like it was a racist thing because the whole bus was black except for the one. <laughs> yeah, woman. right. It made no, yeah. It was like a Rosa Parks situation. Right. Uh, so as she's on the elevator, uh, disheveled, Dante gets on. Uh, <laughs> she was. She's still look good it's though. The, it's the, no, I know. That's like when the guy says on the thing, he's like, "Oh, I like your hair." He's like, "Yeah, she looks good." Yeah, even though she looks insane. Uh, they have some banter going. Uh, we get our first Kelly Rowland sighting. She's working. She works with good. Uh, they all work for a fashion magazine, of course. Um, the boss of the fashion mag walks in, and and Chloe Rowland's uh, interviewing like a Shabba Ranks type guy, which that side story was insane. <laughs> well, when they say his name, we could do the whole podcast on that. <laughs> I loved everything about it. It was so crazy. I just love when she's like, "How's that interview with Big Stunner going?" I was like, "Big Stunner, ooh, I'm into this. I love and this so, so much." The whole premise is she's interviewing Big Stunner, and he asks her when the last time she got laid was out of nowhere, and she says the interview's over. Yeah, and he walks, he leaves. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't. I don't understand any of it. Who cares? Okay, so I have more questions. Her job. So she's a journalist at this women's magazine, of right? Some, life, lifestyle magazine, yeah. right? And yep. so uh, Gabrielle is like an art director. Yeah, or she's like something. A, a graphic artist. Okay. <laughs> and then and Dante's her boss. Right. Exactly. Yep. Okay. And then the, then Cat Dealey for some reason is like a Devil Wears Prada kind of crazy person. Right who barely comes back after like the first 10 minutes right and so she uh-oh popo <laughs> whoop whoop it's the son of the police bring shabba ranks back um i know it's karis well i'm just kidding i only want to think i think that it's insane um so how long does she does kelly Rowland have to write this article because at first they're like you have to do it it's on the cover it's the cover story shabba ranks on the cover of a fashion magazine Yeah, big stunner is going to be on the cover you need to get this done and then cut to a month later she's still trying to get the interview when the fuck does this magazine come out is it quarterly yeah it's like gq (sighs) fuck you i it it made no sense to me (laughs) it was it's crazy right it's a magazine, first of all. That's insane. <laughs> right, right. They're all rich and still work in a magazine. They're all rich. There's a hundred people at that magazine. They're all rich. They have like 18 graphic artists. The greatest magazine in the world does not have that many people right now. No. I don't care what it is. The New Yorker, fucking Rolling Stone. <laughs> no, no. There's four people that work there. And none of them did anything. Okay, so now we're getting... Yes, agreed. They were loafing around. So... <laughs> Okay, so, again, we're going to spend five minutes on the rest of the movie because the first 15 minutes is the best. <laughs> so then we have this Asian guy. Oh, yeah. With his fan. Did who, you think it was, what's his name? Yeah, I wrote, is this Makiko? Is this just another Makiko? It was Makiko. It was the same guy? No, but it was the same character. Was he in with this ring? I, I this like, Maybe this is uh, I, East may, Coast Makiko. Maybe this is the Makiko-verse, not the Braswell-verse. I, I, but I wrote, I wish this guy is Makiko because Makiko was great. This guy was a little much. He was a little heavier on the like sass, whereas Makiko had like an underlying. Well, like, Makiko sweetness. was like, yeah, exactly. He wanted to be their friend. Yeah, but he would like say like funny things, but he wasn't like a jerk about it. Right. This guy was like, well, he was her, I guess he was her supervisor kind of. What it, it was, it, he seemed like the guy she kept around to say mean things. 
<laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like he didn't ha- he wasn't her assistant because that's uh, the woman who did the weave. She was yeah, the assistant, right? And so Makiko was just like a guy who walks around with. No, a fan. I thought Makiko was a uh, goods boss, and then D- Dante was like the director. Oh, really? That's what I got. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did not get because at one time he Makiko tells her like what to work on, and he's like, "We're not paying you to work on the thing, her secret project." Right, but he just was walking around saying to everybody, "He was just like, what are you he was doing, like, office manager?" <laughs> yeah, basically, he because he yells at the assistant too. He's like, "You know that Maureen likes blah 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 blah." Maureen, I don't know why her name was Maureen, but anyway. <laughs> I mean, I love my friend Maureen, but right. you know, it's not a, not a name of a young woman. And so he's like, "You got to work. You got to be ready." He's like, "Up, you know." I was like, "What is this guy's job?" Fucking Makiko. He was in with this ring, right? Or no? This guy, N- like the character of Makiko, not this particular guy. Yeah, yeah, he was in with this ring. Okay, so she wrote two movies, right. virtually the same plot. That's what I'm saying. This is the same movie that has the same basic character of a sassy gay Asian man, right? And there's, we're getting to other things that are the same. I know, but I'm just. Our, we, we have to start moving on. <laughs> I no. We are. We, we have to, and then we make it two parts. No, I just think we're only going to spend five minutes on the right because that last half hour, nothing happens. It's so dumb. Yeah, true. So the the boss lady at the fashion mag walks in. Everybody's afraid of her. Kelly Rowland has to finish it. Oh, that's up. I already talked about that. Uh, one of their friends is in open marriage and goes to the strip club with her husband. This side story that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I mean, it's. I think it's supposed to. It, it was not well done, but I think it's supposed to be like, well, here are the versions of love. Right. You're celibate. You're in an open marriage. You're yeah. trying to be in a monogamous relationship. And then, then what's her name dates the bi guy, right? right? So there's like all this stuff going on. Yeah. But the way they do it, it, it makes no sense. Right. It, it, it comes it's in like, and out. It's like five different movies. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I, know, I liked it. Yeah. No, but I'm. But like, <laughs> it, <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't like this, we'd have nothing to talk about. No, and this is why we watched it. But it's the directing of it is terrible. Yeah, I think that was a lot of it. It's or the, poor. Or the editing. There was something. Right. Something. Like you either have to trim those stories and focus more on good. Because it looks. Which they do at the end. The half hour at the end, there's yeah, nothing about going her on. story. Right. Or you make it about all of them together. They tie everything up about everybody else in the middle of the movie. Right. It needs to be like a the best man or whatever. Like we have like, you know, Tyrese at the center and then like his friends or whatever. Yeah. But they're in it, but they're not in it. Or Correct. you go full like. Everybody's in yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like Magnolia. Like it's a three hour movie with 20 characters. Correct. You know, I just. But I did write. So after. So after Big Stunner leaves and then Kelly Rowland's like, you can't ask me that. That's I was like, I agree. Something I never thought I'd say. I agree with Kelly Rowland. It's like, yeah, you can't ask her that. Well, the way she handled it, all she had to say was like, I'm not going to answer that. It was unprofessional. interviews about you. But she is right. Like, he, he, there was no reason for that. And then, But then I wrote, I love these movies. <laughs> I was so excited. I just loved that the, the premise that Kelly Rowland is dating Shabba Ranks. <laughs> but not dating him, really, until the no. end. But the, the, they're, they're supposed to have sexual chemistry in the beginning. Oh, she's but, a, but she's just a terrible actress. Like, she's so bad compared to everyone else. Like Big Stunner was great. That guy, yeah, was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she was fucking garbage. So uh, Kelly Rowland is practicing celibacy. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I I wrote this down. I heard the term Punani killer twice in this movie already. <laughs> yeah, or or his other the, the B side, Fat Punani. They said Fat Punani they as said a Punani song like eight times. But they're like, this. oh yeah, I love his song, Fat Punani. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, what is happening? Fat, the, the, there were four other songs I missed. And another thing in this movie, they they <laughs> they bleep out the swear. There's so yeah. much swearing in this movie. This is why someone said they thought it was like a real movie. It got, is. Yeah. It definitely is. Yeah. You could tell. <laughs> but they don't bleep out Fat Punani. No. I'm more offended by that than shit or asshole. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's gross. 
<laughs> so good only goes on three or four dates before a guy leaves her and she can't figure out how to keep a guy around. So they are reading an article at happy hour that a, a man doesn't feel a relationship is real until the 10th date. They're not just reading an article. They're reading the whole article. <laughs> right. And it's written by their boss. Right. <laughs> As if they wouldn't have seen this before. Right. She's like, didn't you read Maureen's article? She's like, no. I was like, do you work at the magazine? Work there? How do you, you what else do you do? <laughs> You're putting artwork next to the article and you don't even look at it? Oh. Or she she seems crazy, too. She doesn't make you read it? Right. Like, there's not like a weekly quiz? None of them are an editor. Like, oh, God. I know. Crazy. <laughs> so, but this is where we get one of my favorite things in the movie where she talks about the emotional condom. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Great team name. I, first of all, trivia team name, Emotional Condom. That's fantastic. But I was just like, there was good stuff in here, like good romantic comedy right. stuff like that. Right. Where like a, the, t- the talent is there, but they're right. just throwing their gloves on the field. Yeah, like you didn't, you, there was a lot of wasted talent. I agree. Right. But I, I, I enjoyed that scene. But then you also get, so they have Dante's at the table. Yeah. Yeah, they're all like friends. Yeah. The so they're, they're like out for like happy hour, right? Right. And then there's one guy there who says one word. Basically never comes back. The the heavy set guy kind of looks like a Hurley. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Why was he there? I don't know. He doesn't come back. Nope. He never says a thing. No, he doesn't. He doesn't even go. Yeah, girl. He doesn't do anything. I don't know. He's like the old man in Arrested Development. <laughs> Maybe he just left the company. He just. <laughs> yeah, that would be realistic because <laughs> he has no job. And he's getting, getting fired at a print magazine. So good just wants to be in a relationship by getting to the tenth date. Uh, Roland says she read she should write about her experience for the magazine. Uh, Dante offers to drive her to work every day since her car doesn't start. I don't know why. I mean, I know they shoehorn that in. Yeah. But he's like, oh, so you can write this article. I'm going to bring you to work every day. Like, okay. I, I guess they were trying to convince her to do it because she was scared to do it because they all said they were going to do something for her if she did it. So that was kind of what I got I out guess. of it. I, it was dumb, but it wasn't yeah. as dumb as like the phone just being on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Having your mom talk into it. So they pitched a deal to the boss lady and said, uh, good has to get to the 10th date in the next 60 days and then she'll get five, 5K to write the story. Which doesn't seem like a lot of money for... No, that's about right, actually. Well, it? It, it depends. So, like, freelance stories either get are by the word still. Yeah. So, you would get paid. You'd be like, all right, you're going to write a 1,200-word article, and you're going to get, you know, a dollar a word or sure. whatever. Um, that's pretty standard because freelancers are cheap. And they're easy to hire, depending on the magazine mm-hmm. and what you're writing, how much research, whatever. Um, or you get paid for the whole article, like, a flat rate like that. But that's only for people who write. Like, you would never give a first-time writer $5,000 right. for a freelance article. It just wouldn't happen. Okay. Unless they were somebody famous. Like, it would have to be, like, Big Stun is going to do his thing. <laughs> Big Stun. I know. I love it. Good accepts, and she gets a makeover, and she starts online dating. Yeah, I thought that was pretty realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Although I did write, uh, she should be matching every single time because who's not swiping right on her? Oh, of course. Like every guy she likes should be liking her. Yes. I don't know what her profile says. Maybe it says I tried to burn down my boyfriend's house. <laughs> Even still. Yeah. Yeah. You got you to gotta take that Even shot. Even still. You got you to gotta take the risk that you might be the one to fix it. Right. <laughs> uh <laughs> uh all right so she starts online dating the whole office starts a uh, pitch and helper uh so the woman with the uh open marriage is scheduled for a three-way with her husband and yeah she brings a guy scheduled scheduled see okay so this is what annoyed me about the open marriage i meant to say this earlier okay people who do this everything is on the table they talk about everything right you know what i mean like yeah. you don't just kind of back into this thing it's just strange to me that it seemed like they had never talked about it. Well, they said the only rule was nobody they know. Right. So you would think everything else is a possibility. Yeah, but but like you're bringing someone to your apartment or house. You mm-hmm. have to let the other person vet, know. Who, vet them. Yeah, who it is. You would think. Yeah. I heard Enzo. Enzo's a man's name. I agree with her. Yeah. Like, who thinks Enzo is a woman? I don't know. Me and Lorenzo rolling in a Benzo. Everyone knows <laughs> Enzo is a man's name. For Lorenzo. Yes. 
Was it Llamas? I didn't notice. <laughs> I think it was. Mm. God, that would be a nice cameo. <laughs> but next time for Sean Braswell to show up. Uh, so the husband freaks out. He's not into it. Uh, now we're in the club with the girls. Uh, Good's friend... You love this part. You texted me about it. Good's friend ditches her for a guy that does the uh, all the sig- hand signaling. Oh, oh, the, okay. <laughs> so this is, this is what reminded me the most of with this ring. Okay. Like the sequence with the dating, you know, like in the with this ring. Oh, yeah. The, that was our favorite part. Yeah. It, this is the same thing where she's just like... She, she's like pretending to suck like a straw dick and then he's like I'm gonna finger you and he's doing all this weird stuff then he just, go, then he just goes yeah the international sign <laughs> yeah he just, he just does it yeah like what is it's happening great. <laughs> like no subtlety at all I love like alright as soon as he came over I forgot his name in the movie uh, Luther? yeah it could be let's call him Luther I think it's so Luther, Luther comes over because I wrote Luther is gay and I assume that's who it is right and immediately like, he came over I'm like oh that's a gay guy that wants to be your friend right and exactly. She has no clue that he's non-straight. That's interesting because I think she kind of is like, "I'm into this." Like, here's this guy, and then she's like, "Oh, like, let's just see what happens." I think she was like kind of desperate, so she's like, "I'm gonna see what happens." I see. I thought they played it as she didn't understand. She didn't know until uh, they were in the car making out or I, whatever. I, yeah, she didn't know, but I think she suspected. All right. I, it seemed to me because she was like, okay, all right. And then doesn't her friend say, like, he's gay? She's like, I don't care. It's like, just like, whatever. They go, they <laughs> You're leave. Stuff up. I swear to God, that happened. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you want me to check? I don't think he talks until they leave, they leave no, the, the no. club. Now he comes over and he's like, hey, girl. Oh, he, yeah, he does. Because that's how you know. Okay, so now who's crazy? Yeah, but I don't think they suspect, or at least a uh, good friend. Confirm where the hum was coming from. Okay, so they're in the club. Okay. He's making the international sign for let's fuck. Yeah, it was. It was really sexy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Bitch, you are so pretty. <laughs> so already right there, I'm like, you, you can't just walk up to him and say bitch any, right. for any Correct. reason ever. Right. So I'm like, they have to know he's gay because that's the basically the only exception to this rule. She was great. All right, you're right. She didn't. She just said you don't know him. I knew she warned him, warned her, but I didn't know what for. Okay, I, I, I stand corrected. But they did talk. They did talk. All right, they did talk. All right. Uh, where are we here? Uh, she meets a guy. We just heard, and uh, so all right. So they're in the car later, and he ends up. He tells her he's bisexual. Uh, they end up hooking up. Uh, we get a scene with Kelly Rowland <laughs> masturbating. That was interesting. Very just shoehorned in there. Yeah, we we're supposed to get this thing of like she's celibate, but she's still, <clears throat> but she's still sexual. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what, what does she call that? Destiny's vibe. Nice. <laughs> I had to get it in. <laughs> I wrote it down. I had to get it in. So did she. 
and then I was I kept thinking when they got to the montage of her bad dates. I, I just I was just we're just there. Yeah. All right, go ahead, sorry. All right. Uh guy brings it uh so we get another dating montage. Guy brings another date, guy takes her to the strip club, guy shows her a dick pic. Well, guy takes her to the strip club and then says, We can come here because I'm a pastor and I need to reform these women. Because it matters later when she goes she goes to church. Right. I, I thought Where was the brown hornet? Thank you. <laughs> I had two questions. One, where's the Brown Hornet? Obviously, because why not bring it back? Because that was hilarious. And then two, where's Dion? <laughs> I thought for sure Dion was going to be one of the bad boyfriends, oh, like like the pastor guy or whatever. Oh, that would have been great. I know. Like they didn't bring any of those those characters we love, the beloved American characters back. Oh my god! So good makes it to the third date with a guy. Uh, he makes her dinner. This part was bizarre. So he may uh the dick pic? No, no, no. Oh, I have stuff about that. Uh we could talk about because that's before this. Okay, so I I don't understand any of these dates. So number one, never go to dinner on a first date. Like that's just insanity. Yeah. You don't know what you're getting unless you are a hundred percent sure you know this person. Sure. Like she goes with Dante, I get it, because they know each other. You know, when they right, go on like an right, official right. date. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> don't don't go to dinner. It's insane. Uh two why does he hand her the phone with a picture of his dick? Why not just, text it? Yeah, just send it to her. It, it was the strangest way to remind people that guys send dick pics on Tinder. Right. It should have been like he's in the bathroom, texts her, and she's like, oh. And then she's like, oh. <laughs> Unless like he didn't want her to have the picture. Like, you know what I mean? I do, but it doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, if he doesn't want her to like spread it around. That's not what they were going for. No, but like, why hand her the? F- it's just such a strange move to go. Oh, I saw that on my phone. I want to show you. Here's my dick. Show <laughs> her your dick. But with dick pics, are just things you said. Like the whole point of it is right. to like harass the person on their own phone. Right. Correct. I, I don't. I just all that made no sense. Oh man. So she makes it to the third date with a guy. Uh, he makes her dinner. Uh, he says he's making her dessert. And comes out with baked Alaska while wearing a superhero costume. Okay. What is going on? What was that about? It's not explained. I can tell you that. And then she goes, you're not going to kill me, right? He just laughs. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, boy. But she's the crazy one. Again, remembering. <laughs> this writer is obsessed with fake superheroes. <laughs> Sean Braswell? The Brown Hornet. <laughs> he's like dressed up, right? If I remember. Kinda, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like, like kind of like this guy. But was, what was the joke there? Like, I don't understand. I, yeah, I didn't get it. That the guy was like uh, just crazy. I guess. What I love is like he made a beautiful dinner and he had a, a mansion. <clears throat> right, I said this is a beautiful house, a place where an owl could commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> and he, so he's like, you're, you're not going to believe this. She's like, okay, cool. Goes to get dessert and changes into the outfit in three seconds. Yeah, at least. Yeah, it, it, impossible for no reason. For, for yeah. no discernible there was no reason. Payoff. There was no joke. It wasn't like, oh, I'm. Alaska man or you know something give me something yeah like work with me here no <laughs> nothing he kind of looked like the Incredibles outfit like the a Mr. little Incredi- bit it, it, was, had this- it was just a, <clears throat> a generic superhero outfit. right it's like when you go to the Halloween store and they're like super family and you're like right. oh I know it's the Incredibles okay correct <laughs> uh, alright so alright so Good and Dante are singing Black Sheep on the way to work me and Kyle talked about that before yeah and I, was, and I wrote down they are Cyberbullies fans they love that segment <laughs> Shabba Ranks calls Kelly Rowland back she tells him she hasn't had relations in two years and he asks her out okay yeah like okay yeah uh, Good and Dante start hanging out more he brings her breakfast Dante say he's into a girl but won't tell her who I mean we know who it is yeah. but Good is a little slow on the uptake I'm a little amazed the friends don't know like I thought the the yeah. group would like somebody would leak and they would know like right. Hurley would mention it or whatever or Makiko <laughs> Makiko too the Makiko wing 
<laughs> he was, he definitely was a larger version of Akiko. Uh, now the girls are at a drag show. Uh, the meet the friend's bisexual boyfriend. Uh, he sings a song. Oh, so his name... Okay, so I think Luther was a different guy. Okay. His name is Freddie Mitchell. The wide receiver? Fred X. <laughs> I laughed... For 10 minutes, <laughs> Freddie Mitchell, former Eagles number one pick. Uh, that was great. I know. And I was like, oh, great. So, and, and she's wearing like a lunar, like uh, like a heat shield. Yes. That's exactly what she's wearing. It's so crazy, right? I was like, they're trying so hard to make her not attractive. It's insane. I know. Yeah. They, you're, you're and right. even then, like that crinkly material, I'm still oh, like. Oh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll, I'll wrap up a burrito in this. <laughs> oh, my dick burrito. Good has <clears throat> excuse me. Good has a fourth date with a preacher. With the preacher, uh, she shows up the church hungover from the night before. Okay. All right, keep going. This so is... Good gets forced to go up to the altar to get saved. You know, lay his hands on her head and do right. that whole. Well, act. first of all, he's doing like speaking in tongues and like doing, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, like I, he didn't handle snakes, but. So he pushes, he lays her hands on her. She doesn't react, of course, because it's nonsense. Well, first she goes, I don't want to. Yeah. She tries to walk out before she gets called up there, and then he calls her out, which was not cool. And he, like, gives her a stare, like, look, yeah, you're supposed to fall down. Yeah, yeah, So like, she, like, passes out for a second, I but guess. But how did that happen? Okay, there's no logic there. Well, they should have just <clears throat> made her throw up on him. That was the whole thing. Or like, just have them drop her. Correct. She falls backward like a trust fall, and the guys catch her. Yeah. And then they cut to her on the floor with her her uh, fapunani out. <laughs> right. And it's like so she doesn't have underwear on. She passes out, and they're taking pictures at of it church. at church. Not just taking pictures of it, just taking advantage. Everybody of this woman. was at church, a place where like. Look, I'm not black. I never went to churches. I imagine the black church is the place where you don't take pictures of a person's pussy. Correct. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, I would say you're right. <laughs> I feel pretty strongly on that one. So mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on here. Is this just like all a huge scam this guy's running? Or uh, Yeah, but he wasn't. The, there was people in the crowd. No, I know. He it. took a picture. They all took pictures. Yeah, the people in like the front row uh, pews were taking pictures. And then, and, and then it goes viral. Which yeah, is the only, immediately. Maybe the only believable part of the whole movie. Right. But I was like. I, I just wrote, this is church. Like, what is happening? Yeah. You're right. It was crazy. Uh, Dante, uh, Dante comes by to comfort her after the viral pic. Uh, they end up making out, and it gets weird. Dante leaves. Good yeah. is supposed to start interviewing people. This is where they just made, they didn't introduce this character well at all. Guys, Good. my neighbors have decided that, oh like, right God, now is the perfect doing? time. It's like, moving furniture It around. sounds like they're wrestling furniture. <laughs> So Good is Ugh. supposed to start interviewing people for a job, mm -hmm. and she she meets up with this handsome man that we don't know they dated before. It's out of nowhere. Out never, of nowhere. Never even gets mentioned. First of all, her friend over they talk like they don't know who this is. Right. But he dated her. She dated him for like, I don't know. It was like the longest term boyfriend she had right. is what I could tell. Like a couple months. But they but they never, they could have set this up easily in that first scene where they're at, they're at the bar and she goes, yeah, like the longest relationship I had was with the member that that NFL player, blah, blah, blah. Right. And now, now we know, okay, they've at least planted the seed. So when they There's say his name, somebody. you go, oh, okay. Yeah. Because this is what happens in fucking with this ring. It's the same story. Uh, the the ex-boyfriend comes back. Right. But at least he's introduced in the beginning. Right. We know who he is. In the cold open. Right. Yeah. There should have been like a cold open of her lighting his house on fire. Right. Perfect. So she... All right. So this, like Kyle said, she end, this guy ends up being her ex-boyfriend that was an ex-NFL player. He got a restraining order for her for trying to burn down this house. Uh, she How is that not at least a left eye Lopez it's reference? Not, it's just not. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just disagree. That's all. It's just insane you don't think so, but all right. I, I know you love the early 90s as much as I do. I think but it's she not. loves the early 90s <laughs> as much as we do. There's no reason to have her have an ex-NFL player boyfriend and also try to burn down his house. Those are just two coincidences that I don't, I don't, I don't believe in. She tells Dante about him. Dante gets upset. Uh, he wants her to stay. He asks her to start taking the bus again. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> also, why does she? Why does this guy want her back? I don't know. I never got that either. <laughs> so she explains how she got a restraining order and tried to burn out his house. I'm like, why are you suddenly back here trying to? Pick? I mean, Enough again, said. she is beautiful, but right, you already know that this didn't work out. Correct. Uh, so Good's ex boyfriend. Uh, <clears throat> wants to hire her as an artist and as a start uh, he she uh, right she, she thinks, thinks it's, it's yeah. just a, a business relationship at first so that's what he wants her to think so basically yeah, it's she, not clear what he wants actually because he keeps going like well actually what i want is and then changes it again it's like well we should dare we should be friends and, uh, yeah it's so annoying so basically dante she blows off dante to be with this guy yeah Andre Risen. and uh so chris that's his, uh, that's his not andre risen's name <laughs> Said he wants to start out as friends and build this something more. Oh, it's Chris Carter. Okay. <laughs> but then asked her out on a date. So it appears good finally met the guy to make it to our 10th date. Uh, we get another dating montage with that she's going on a bunch of dates with not Andre Ryzen. I don't, they, and I don't get to like with Kelly Rowland. She thinks she's going to change Big Stunner. She thinks she's going to be able to get him to not be him. Like they go to the strip club. Well, right? no, they're not at a strip club. She goes or, to meet him out for a, that's right. their first date, yeah. and he's hanging out with strippers. Yeah, <laughs> and, and making it rain. Right. And I love, I love when she goes, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "It's my birthday." It was my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect answer. <laughs> like I don't usually like, do isn't this. Is this what people do on their birthday? <laughs> yeah, like uh, a big stutter. I have an image to maintain. Uh, so Don, uh, so Kelly, not Kelly, uh, Good <laughs> is having an art show, and. Uh, at Chris's new nightclub, that's what he wants to do. Uh, Dante shows oh, up. Oh, right, that's right. Dante shows up the art show, and Good is torn between the two. The friend with the open marriage comes home to her, her find her husband in bed with the secretary from where she works, which everybody had been throwing shade at. They actually set that up because remember when yeah. uh, when when uh, Andre Risen shows up and she's like, <laughs> and she's like, she looks at her like, what yeah, the she fuck gives are her, you doing? Yeah, like, she gives her a dirty look. And the girl goes, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. she gave her one of those. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, but again, there has to be rules. Like the whole open relationship thing, just. Was, I don't think it was fair to people who are in open relationships. I, I don't think they function <laughs> like that. Okay. I'm just saying. Uh, Dante informs Good he's moving to Chicago to be the new creative director. Good originally wanted that job and upset that he's leaving. Uh, the friend with the bisexual boyfriend, they break up and he tells her he loves her. She's not sure she could be with him because he's bi. Uh, Good tells Chris about the 10 date ta- contest and they have an argument over it. This is where she goes crazy. Yeah, they're like watching a movie. Okay, right. first of all, they're watching a movie. They're watching like Chaka Zulu or something. It's so weird. And turn the fucking lights off. Every light in the apartment is on. Yeah. Who watches a movie with all the lights on? Nobody. Especially on a date. No. You come home, you put on your uh, your Nora Byers, <laughs> you get freaky. You Nora Byers and chill or whatever her name was. I already forgot. Envy and chill? Yeah. Like, I, And he gets mad at her for suggesting they're Netflixing and chilling. Yeah. It was very strange. He's like, I want to watch this movie. <laughs> Yeah, I'm watching Shaka Zulu. <laughs> yeah, like you are not getting in the way of this. So yeah, so she he basically breaks up with her. She goes crazy. She takes a, a knife, carves up a pillow. There's feathers everywhere. She steals a cake. Yeah, she throws. She starts breaking plates like it's a Greek wedding. Oh, right, right. It's and and you know what was made me laugh because I would have reacted the same way. She goes, "You're looking at me like all you could think about was how you're going to clean this up." I'm like, "Yeah, that's yeah, what exactly. I was fucking thinking." <laughs> I was like, "How am I going to clean up all these feathers?" Exactly. 
You I'm, can't clean up feathers. Andre Risen's got bad knees. He can't get down there. <laughs> Andre Risen doesn't have that much money as that guy. <laughs> oh, well, maybe, maybe we'll find out. Mm. Um, the friend with the open marriage husband doesn't want to be with her. Uh, she he wants to just be with her. No open marriage, and she doesn't want that. That was an inter- interesting twist. So they bit, so they're not only are they just in an open relationship, they're in an open marriage, and they're finally having this conversation. Right? What? Yeah. Well, it sounded like he agreed to the open marriage just to be with her. Uh, I'm, how how did they not know this though? It's it just well, it seemed like he lied to her. Like he was cool with it. That that was kind I of guess what, all right. Kind I, of what I I got out of that whole it thing. Seemed like he wasn't cool. It was with just it an odd storyline. Yeah. It was like very thrown together. The whole because there's no resolution either. Like, did she leave him? I don't remember. I don't think so. She's like, oh, I guess we can do this together. I guess I, it was very unclear. Yeah, it was very strange. The... Uh, the friend with the bi boyfriend goes back and wins him back. Uh, good starts working on a big project. Where I'm just gonna zip through this because yeah. this is where like my last note is never tell a woman to calm down. That's when she was throwing the plates. So I've literally wrote nothing True. else for the rest of the movie. So good starts working on the big project at work. Uh, she takes out her weave and just goes all natural. Yeah, her yeah. Short hair. Loved it. Uh, good sends out her new project to the art world without asking her boss. She just sends it out to everybody. Yeah, that was so weird. Yeah, like doesn't get any clearance. It says like, here's our new ad campaign. Right. It was. It was like, whoa, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. She yells at her. She's like, but people love her. She was like, yeah, but you can't do that. exactly. That was the whole point. It was yeah. like you can't just send shit out. Uh, so this is all right. This was a little crazy. I'm surprised you didn't remember this. At first, she gets fired, but then it's successful, and she asks for a five thousand dollars a month raise. Yeah, she goes. Well, she goes. What do you want? She goes five thousand dollars a, a month. month. <laughs> I was like, what? Kyle, have you ever asked for a sixty thousand dollars a year raise? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kyle. It's it's review time. What do you think? Yeah, you deserve? like I, I, mean, I don't know. Next year, like sixty k a year. I was thinking, like, what if you guys gave me five thousand dollars a day? <laughs> like, what? It that whole thing was so weird. And also, why didn't the movie end with her writing the article? Because <laughs> <laughs> you never get to a tenth date. Right, but that should have been the thing. Is like, I never got there, so that's the story. Like, and going back to the whole, it should thing. be like Sex in the City. Like, it ends with her like recapping what happened through her article. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so the whole thing with the five thousand can't can't the bosses go like, well, I got the best work you're going to do, so go piss off. You're yeah, fired. Eat me. Eat me. How I about own that? it. <laughs> I, I. Why set up the article again? Why set up the premise of love on the tenth? The date? whole the whole movie is set up around that article that. Never happened. never happened. Big Stunner never gets interviewed, and she never writes. Right, because like this magazine stinks. That should have been what it was. She does the cam- the art campaign, the new layout or whatever, yeah. and then the first cover article is her article. Correct. Very good. And you do it like the spinning newspaper, and then you stop and you zoom in. Yes, woman goes on tenth date. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eric, local woman cover of Who Gives a Shit magazine, <laughs> Atlanta Monthly, <laughs> wherever they are. I, I mean, they say that, again they're like in Cleveland probably, but yeah. it's L.A. Uh, she goes to tell Dante the exciting news, but he's gone to move to Chicago, or so she thought. A uh, friend with by boyfriend gets married, uh, and all the girls are at the wedding. Uh, Roland Briggs Briggs Stunner to the wedding. He he <laughs> <laughs> sentence I've never thought I'd say, yeah, exactly. and introduces her as her boyfriend. Oh. Dante is at the wedding, and Good tells him she wants to be with him, but he blows her off. Uh, she looks all over Atlanta, Cleveland, wherever the fuck they are for him. Uh, she finds him waiting at her house. Why didn't he just stay there then at the yeah, wedding? That was very so odd. I didn't understand that. All right. So uh, it's another ridiculous ending with these yeah. stupid movies. So he, they start, I have to say, this actually was good. I know, it's insane. but it was just like... 
So he he kisses her. I should have asked you how it ended again. I, <laughs> I think I remember. He kisses her again and wants to be with her. The last scene. All right. So the last scene is they're making out on the couch. Yeah. You think they're going to break up. They then get back together. Right. Or whatever. They get they, together. together. They're making out on the couch. The doorbell rings. Chris goes wherever. I don't think he even says where he goes. He he's go take a dump or something. Yeah, I he. I thought he was just, going to get the door. I thought he got up to get the door, but he doesn't. And he then, didn't. He and just then, disappears. Right, and then the doorbell keeps ringing. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Right. So Chris is at the football, but not Andre Risen's at the door with an engagement ring, holding up a post-it with the number ten on it. Yeah. Good. Uh, breaks the fourth wall. Looks at the camera. Says, "What the fuck?" And the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to the end of Love by the Ten Day. Like. For for as bad as the last twenty minutes of that movie is, that was I legitimately was like, what? are they gonna make a sequel? Yeah, they set up a sequel. I hope they do. Yeah, I'm gonna check see if it's in production. Oh. So, Doctor Mud, on a scale of one to five brown hornets, <laughs> you're an idiot. Who would you give this one? This is a, this is one of the toughest ones we've ever done because it has high highs. Yeah, and it's got to be for me. Because probably with this ring is a four or four and a half, if I recall. Yeah, with this ring is better than yeah. I, I it just had. I mean, for for the fucking just the montage alone. <laughs> yeah, montage and the and Lord Makiko. of the Rings and Makiko. I mean, all those are just right. Golden. It was a, it was a classic. I think this is a three for me. Maybe right. a three and a half. Yeah, I, I I liked it a little more than you, just because it. I don't know if it was like a palate cleanser from October, like an intentional comedy opposed to October. Yeah, I like. I give it. It's not a. It's like a three seven five. It was okay. good. I, I like that's a reasonable rating. Yeah, it's like it's, three and a half. I, if because I think I gave with this ring a five. Yeah, I think if, if that if that last twenty minutes had a little more something, I don't know what, but it was just more thrown together than with this. Yeah, with this ring you legit like cared about every character. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, and had, I liked all the people in this. Evie, 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 yeah. was in. I like, mean, she's the better version of Kelly Rowland, right? Like, right. It's like the same idea. Right. And, and yeah, I guess Megan Good's probably as good as uh, what's her name? Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, I forget you're talking about the main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Not Regina Hall, but the other one, Regina King. No, Regina Hall was the, is the singer, right? Or is Regina Hall the main character? Why do we not remember this? <laughs> anyway, I gotta look. It's been crazy. No, Regina <clears throat> King is like that. Yeah, yeah, Regina Hall. Regina Hall. Okay. Yeah, Regina King's from fucking Boys in the Hood and all that. Okay. Oh yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. So what else you got for us? All right. All right, Ken. This one proved a ch- Oh, I broke the chair. Oh, it just slid off the thing. Okay. I was like, I, I slid forward on it. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. Had one, had one fucking torta and destroyed it. All right, where do I need to go here? Oh, what do you think uh, Big, Big Stunner's real name is? The, the actor. I feel like this go one of two ways as a guess. Like Frank, uh, Frank Smith. Yeah, right. It's either like a regular name or it's what his name is, which is Black Shakespeare. What? He's, he's like a singer, I guess, or he is like an artist of some sort, in addition to being an actor. All right, Ken. Time to fuel up our prop plane. <laughs> Get in the Shaolin land. Puddle jumper. Here, 
cash Check rules, everything the around joint. me. Cream, get the here money. Here we go. Dollar, Check dollar bill, the shower in my happy. <laughs> All right. Ooh, let's drop my paper. All right, Ken. So first round is going to be our Destiny's Child round. All right. So obviously we're not going to do Beyonce because right. that's insane. Yeah. Because um, there's really, there's like four people who could compete with her. <laughs> right. Uh, so we have Kelly Rowland, obviously. Okay. Michelle Williams, former member. Farrah Franklin, former member, briefly. Uh, and for good measure, I put in Shaggy, since he kind of <laughs> reminded me of Big Stunna. I don't even know the other two besides Col- Kelly Rowland. You, you, I think you might know Michelle Williams, because she's like the third one. I thought there was only three in the group. Well, they, they cycled through, though. Oh, like, okay. So like the classic, the, 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 the one that made all the hits, basically... I want to say they recorded with four, and then that person left the band. Okay, and so the, the so it was just that it was Kelly Rowland, Michelle Williams, and fucking Beyonce. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, I can read you the actual history if it will help. It's okay. No, it won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> will it hurt you? Because I'll do it for that reason too. All right, I'll go. Kelly Rowland, ten million. Okay. Michelle Williams, three million, and Franklin, one million. And what about Shaggy? Oh, Shaggy. That's all right. right. I just want to make sure. Shaggy has a lot of money. Shaggy, I'll go. I mean, he is on that tour with Sting for no reason. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's a producer. Um, I but I would also say if I had to guess, I don't, I didn't I don't remember how much he's worth. I didn't look at the paper. I bet he's bad with his money. <laughs> he just seems like <sighs> like he would have like a pink Corvette and he'd have like four different ones for no reason. I'll go Shaggy. I'm gonna go big number for Shaggy. Oh, all right. 30 million for Shaggy. All right. So you got, so you went Shaggy, Roland Williams, Franklin? Correct. All right. Coming in at number one, the worst actress in this movie, Kelly Rowland. <laughs> $20 million. Wow. All right. I think she got the most paid besides Beyonce for, oh, yeah. for the Destiny's Child. Right. And, she had to. And remember, they had how many hits? Oh, a 20. Yeah. I mean, you know. Sure. Coming in at number two. <laughs> Mr. Lover Lover, sure. Shaggy, $12 million. All right. I know. I, I thought it would be a bigger number, I have to say. Now, this is a shocker. Michelle Williams, $10 million. Wow. So she get, she get, yeah. She was made it happen. For only being ha- worth half Kelly Rowan, who's been working 15 years longer. Yeah. I mean, it's in movies. And, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Michelle Williams does other stuff, and I'm unaware, but. Maybe. And Farrah Franklin, 1.5. All right. So, but that's right. still like yeah, a respectable no, number. Yeah. I was, I mean, I give her a million. I was like, yeah. So the appearance of Freddie Mitchell in this film, <laughs> Fred X, gave yeah. me gave me some inspiration. Sure. So I want you to tell me the net worth of these failed first round draft oh, picks. Oh, nice. So I, I got a good list here. So we're gonna do Ryan Leaf. <laughs> I was just saying that's my first. <laughs> yeah. Number mm-hmm. two pick, San Diego Chargers. Sure. Nineteen ninety eight. Seven. Eight. Seven. Eight. Eight. I think eight. Um, Jamarcus Russell. Ooh. Number one overall pick for the Oakland Raiders. Might have been LA Raiders. I don't know at what point. Vince Young. <laughs> I'm sort of calling him a bust. He was good for like three Oh, I years. thought you meant the actor from 90210. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> He's sort of a bust. <laughs> VY. Uh, I'm going to add this one just for you. Ron Dane. <laughs> New York Giants running back. Lightning and th- or Thunder and Lightning? Yeah. Oh, God. He was bad. 
Um, and Darko Milicic, NBA <laughs> okay. first rounder. I did a. I looked at a bunch of NBA ones. It was almost. It was too sad. Yeah, I know. So uh, we got Leaf Russell, wow. Milicic, Young, Dane. Hmm. The question is, <laughs> all right. So Vy, because he he hung around a while. And he was back up in the... And he was good for like those two seasons. Yeah, so he, he might have actually made a second contract. I, I would say he's worth $10 million. Okay. Uh, Jim McDonald's was second probably because I think he got a big contract. Who's that? Jamarcus Russell. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, because that's the thing, right? It's like how much guaranteed money... And how much did they spend? Remember, that was the Al Davis Raiders, and he, he was an idiot. Yeah, no, for sure. He uh, went from being a football genius to the dumbest man alive. Right. Uh, uh, is he, he, hmm. It's hard if he kept it, kept his money. Yeah. But I'll say he's worth $5 million. Okay. All right. I could, I could see the logic there. Uh, Darko. Hmm, it's dark. I, I, Ryan Leaf's last. I know that. Darko, well, at least in my guessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I just think it's funny. You were like, I didn't have to think about it. Um, and I know a little bit about him too, so it's yeah, kind of unfair. I, I think it was a fun one to put in there for that yeah. reason. <sighs> Did Ron Dane make more money than Darko? No, I'm trying to remember. Because <laughs> Darko was a question no one's ever ever asked. <laughs> Darko was the was the the LeBron James draft, if I remember correctly, which is 2003. And I don't know what the rookie rules are in the NBA. Yeah. But the money. Well, they definitely had that rookie salary cap, but the, but their money's guaranteed, right? Unlike like it's more like a baseball contract than a football contract. And Dane, contract. I don't think got played again after the Giants, or he was on, he was not anything. I, I looked you know. at his stats; he had something like twenty-eight touchdowns. So that suggests he played maybe four or five seasons at most. I can't believe he had that many. Yeah, but he, he probably he might have run for ten in one season and four yards. Um, shit. I'll go him. I'll go three million. For Rondane. Okay. Two million for Darko. Okay. And Ryan Leaf, here we go. Um he has fifty thousand dollars. Okay. Cool, Coolio situation. Coolio. He's calling it a Coolio situation. Calling it. So now see, here's the, my question about Coolio situation is <coughs> does it have to be just someone who's poor or someone we think is rich but is poor? Right? Does it have to be the defying expectations? Um, I, I look at it as somebody just has $50,000 as Coolio. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think that for me, Coolio is, we thought you Coolio would be rich, rich and that he's not. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, this is a fascinating list. I will say you did pretty well considering because mm-hmm. um, these are hard. I think yeah. this is maybe the hardest one, one of the hardest we ever did. I also have to say, this is going to be the only podcast in the world discussed the <laughs> Lifetime movie and first round draft pick bus. <laughs> just showing how small our niche market is. <laughs> Like uh, Angela, our super fan, is probably like this is the worst thing in the world. <laughs> and there's some, you know, maybe maybe a, a friend of hers who likes the NFL is into this. Um, all right, so coming in at number one, I'm gonna call it a Jamiroquai situation. Oh, who's worth sixty million dollars? I mean, it's not that much, but it's more than I ever thought. Darko Milicic. All right. I, see, I could see that. Oh, really? I could see he made a ton of money in Europe or something. He's worth $25 million. Yeah, I bet you he played after the NBA and just made a killing in Europe. All right. I'll if I had you. a guess. All right, I'll, I'll, I rescind. I was kind of thinking him. He might be the, the wealthiest, right. but. I'll rescind my Jamiroquai situation call. Mm. 
He's, so he's who, more talented than Jamiroquai. So, yeah. So whoever's maintaining the Cyberbullies wiki, do not. <laughs> and by somebody, I mean, can someone please do that? <laughs> All right. So Milchik at 25. So that's their that's, high bar. Yeah, that's a big, that's a surprisingly high number. Way more than any of these idiots deserve. <laughs> Right, famously, he was picked between who? Uh, it was James and Carmelo um, Anthony. Yeah, Carmelo Anthony. Oh man, wow! And they and they got that pick through the lottery, and they had won like won the NBA championship right the year before, or like um, the Pistons. Yeah, they, they were really yeah, good. they were good. If they had just taken Carmelo Anthony, they went the next year. Yeah. to the final or won the next. And he didn't year play at all, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh boy! All right, so coming in number two, I was a bit shocked by this, but you your logic was closer than mine. Jamarcus Russell yeah. at nine million. I could have. Yeah, that's what did you say his number was five? Five. Yeah, that he was a good a, guess. Though. He got a. I know he got a big contract, and I, I remember this because um, what's his name, Lane Kiff or Lane Kiffin's son? Oh yeah. Uh, said this is a dumb contract. Yeah, and that's why Al Davis fired him pretty much, and he yeah, was yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's he's like, bad. you ruined our salary cap, and he's not good, and he shouldn't be playing. He shouldn't even be play on the you team. You should go read the articles about like. What what teams knew about him and still they still were oh, like God. they pumped up the Raiders to draft him. They were like, yeah, no, he's going to be in all the teams knew like it was a bust waiting to happen. He weighed three hundred pounds in college yeah. or whatever he weighed. Oh. He was eating McDonald's every day. That was in his. That was his thing. Yeah, that was his thing. He, he said I was like, every day. I have oh, Ken. Just hang on. <laughs> okay. Just hang in. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna get into it. So. But you were, but you had. I, I thought it was going to be like five hundred thousand. I thought it was going to be one of these situations you, where see, I just he just sure wasted he all waited, of his yeah, money on McDonald's, right? Because he just seemed like an idiot. But maybe he's not. Maybe he bought McDonald's. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Buy in now, right? All right. So, Jamarcus Russell, nine million. Now the next number is pretty respectable, and I think you got it right, or pretty close. Ron mm-hmm. Dane, four million. Yeah, I guess three. Ron Dane. Yeah, like that's. I guess he hung around more than longer than I thought. But what is he, when did he retire? Fifteen years ago, at least, at least it'd be like Rodney Hampton he having a hundred million dollars. <laughs> he was a rookie in like two thousand because they yeah. went to the Super Bowl, right? So maybe he played till two thousand five. So he he clearly invested or something, yeah. Because th- it, it, good for him. I mean, he went to a good school, so maybe or, he's or smart. He, or he just didn't spend money. Like it could have <clears> been like he's just one of those guys, like Bo Jackson, that lives yeah, in like, right. a two bedroom house. Like, yeah, I don't know where he's from. Actually, I know he went to Wisconsin, yeah, but I, I don't know, know if he's, he's from Jersey. Oh, that's right. He's from South Jersey. Yeah, yeah. So he's probably a fucking moron. Right. Mm, interesting. All right, Ken. I, I'm not calling this a Coolio situation because I expected this number. Ryan Leaf. Wait, we didn't talk about Vy. Oh shit! No, oh, he's. That's why we're we're not there yet. Oh, okay, we're not there yet. <laughs> wow. I was like, wait a minute, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> so Ryan Leaf, one thousand dollars. Wow. How <laughs> <laughs> who even knows how the you can? There's no way they can know he even has that much. You're trying to tell me these aren't real numbers, Ken? <laughs> uh. I have a thousand dollars. Like what kind of fucking math do you have to do? Oh my god! To get to that number, I love it so one, much. One thousand. You know, there's just one guy like us well, who's just making just like, this up. Yeah, because Ryan Leaf now was like a, uh, a he, motivational speaker. Yeah, he was like a coach, and then he got arrested yeah, again. Yeah, like, he and, was addicted to pain pills, and he but he got divorced. Like he had all these things. That, oh yeah, there's no way he's literally living in like Idaho or something. Yeah, at, where it costs at, nothing. At like a uh, one of those facilities yeah. that get people off drugs. Yeah, yeah, a detox. Center. Yeah, like promises. Yeah. <laughs> 
Malibu. <laughs> that commercial's on I constantly. Know. I'm like, oh, that looks nice. It's, I was like, you know, looks like they have good breakfast. Like, <laughs> I'm into brunch. <laughs> now, I'm going to call this one for sure a Coolio Yeah. I mean, wow. Consider- this is the worst guess I've ever had because I guessed them first. Yeah. You, it, you're going to be. I. We might have to change the name. Wow. So, Vince Young. Yep. I think this is the first time this has happened. Negative. Oh, we oh no, we we ran into somebody else. That oh, we negative. did. Okay, Alan Iverson was. Negative. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I think this is more. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Negative one point five million dollars <laughs> to the IRS. <laughs> I, to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I, how does that happen? I don't know. Like I know how it happens because this happens to athletes, but right. He was just working not too long ago. What's crazy with him is not only is he negative, he had an, at least two NFL contracts. At least. And he was so famous in Texas. Like, that's the kind of place Even where... Even if he just worked for University of Texas. Just show up at a car dealership. Yeah. You would make... Just make 10 grand every time you do that. Right. So he must... Oh, like, he must have some bad business deal, like... I guess. Or you didn't know. pay taxes. Yeah. Or both, like, right. invested in, like, some stupid thing that's never going to happen. Right. Yeah. Well, the only way you could go negative is if you owe taxes. Yeah, or you have, like, some other kind of outstanding debt, you know, like right. like a marriage or a... Uh, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Or you're underwater in your house. Yeah, or, Which he, he could have 10 houses. I mean, who knows? <laughs> that is true. He could have done that. Just... He could have bought them in 2003 when he was a rookie. Yeah. And yeah, right, right. At the height and then right. just it went right in the crap. He's like, oh, real estate's never going to go down. Yeah, this is the best investment you can make. In Texas? <laughs> or right, Ken, we're not done yet. Wow. The pen ready. We're going to play a new game. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know exactly what the game is. <laughs> so this is The Wait by the band. I love this song. Great we're gonna, song. We're going to play a little bit of a guessing game about the relative heaviness of some NFL players. All right. Some of which we I already like discussed. Well, I know one that's to be on the, on the list. <laughs> so I was trying to figure out the best way to play this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, just T to B. Yeah, but I think it'll be obvious. So oh, okay. what I want to play is who has the biggest difference between their playing weight oh, okay. and their highest reported weight via the internet. <laughs> okay. So when you Google their name, you yeah, know, from a reputable source, from like, a news source, I, like a I, newspaper. I can, guess two pe- can I guess the two people that <laughs> sure. would definitely be on this list? Jamarcus Russell. Of course. Jared Lorenzen. Of course. <laughs> okay. And I put Ron Dane on there as well. Okay. So you, I want you to guess both weights for each, right? All right. What their, what their playing weight was, so their listed weight. Sure. And then their highest reported weight. Sure. And then figure out the difference. Gotcha. So Ron Dane, Jamarcus Russell, Jared Lorenzen. And if you don't know who Jared Those are Lo- the three? Yeah. Yes. You, fi- as I said, you fucking nailed it. If you don't know who Jared Lorenzen is... I, oh, you I, mean J-Load? <laughs> I urge you, it, it, even if you don't like football or care about sports at all, just pause the podcast, Google this, and just watch the film. Watch the greatest 500-pound athlete you're ever going to see. <laughs> <laughs> that that one clip of him just throwing touchdowns. Watch a, a, a conservatively four hundred pound man 
throw a football 60 yards <laughs> and run like a 4 5 40 yeah, and barrel people over. He was a fantastic what athlete. I don't understand. Wasn't he like an outfielder too on the baseball team? What I don't understand about him, why didn't he just learn to become a lineman? Yeah, or, or like a tight end. Could you imagine throwing him the ball just like just careening around the field? Just becoming like Sonic and like yeah. spitting down the field? He... He might be the greatest athlete of the 20th century. He really, he's an amazing, he's a tremendous It's athlete. like Bo Jackson, Jim Thorpe, Jared Lorenzen. You know, I would, I'm not even kidding. He's probably one of the best athletes. Yeah, to be able to he has to be. Yeah. He has to be. All right. So, all right. So, play, I want to do playing weight first. Yeah. All right. So, Ron Dane, I'll say they, I put a dollar sign <laughs> automatically. I'll say his playing weight was 250. Okay. 240. 240. Let's go 240. 240. Okay. LBs. Yeah, yeah. Not kilograms. Uh, How many stone does he weigh? <laughs> his... Do you, do you want me to do all the playing weights first? And then, yeah, let's do okay. it that way, and then we'll go through. Russell? Hmm. They lied about his playing of weight. Of course they did. I'll say they said his playing weight was 230. Oh, wow. Okay. That means I'm wrong, but probably... Yeah, well, I'm going to recheck it because I think the number I have might be wrong, so just keep going. All right. Jared Lorenzen. Now, there's the I guess did you use like his last because he like gained weight over the years. So if I did like his rookie playing weight compared <laughs> to his last year with the Giants, that's a fair weight. question. Um, I use what Wikipedia listed as his playing weight, so okay. I don't know what year they used. Fair enough. Right. I would say your instincts are right in terms of what you've done so far. So I'll say his is like two sixty. His playing weight. Okay. Okay, I wasn't that far off on Russell. I thought I was. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Russell, I'm probably low, but I just feel they're liar. The Raiders are liars. Oh yeah, no, they they can't be trusted. Uh, all right. So Dane's weight now, or according to the internet, the, his highest reported weight. So like whatever they talked about was. So he could be today. It could have been thirty years ago. All right. Could have been pre NFL. I'll go for Ron Dane, three oh five. Okay. So that what, what's the difference between those numbers? Sixty five pounds. All right. So your difference is sixty five pounds. Jim McCheeseburger, 375. <laughs> 145 pounds. <laughs> okay. Jared Lorenzen. I don't know. because how, how I wonder if he's like 6'2", like if he's prototypical quarterback height. It's tough to tell because he's so fat. <laughs> I, I could look if you want to know. Say, let's say he's... What do you think he is, 6'1"? I don't think he's any taller than that, but... So let's say he's six foot. Well, you're right. He could be. He could be six three. He could be six nine. I don't know. All right. I'll say he's six foot. He's six foot four. Oh my god. That changes my answer. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm looking it up. Four hundred twenty five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> For professional athlete, Jared Lorenzo. So what's what difference do you get? That's a hundred and sixty five pound difference. Okay. All right. So I I wanted to go back and check Jamarcus Russell. Okay. So he gained a human being. <laughs> not just a, a man. Not just a human being. <laughs> of a large human being. Yeah, a, a more than average. I would say an average sized man. Yeah. 165. Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, so B to T, Ron Dane, playing weight 249. So you had it right uh, off. Uh, yeah, I should have stick with your first. I instinct. looked at you. I thought, oh, I wonder if he'll guessed, see this. Yeah. Um, his highest reported weight, I was a little surprised, only 274. Okay. He said he played in college. That was his highest weight, and that was his best. His, his best, best year. Yeah. 
Um, so different, small difference. What is that? Oh, Twenty five yeah. pounds. Yeah. So you're pretty close though. You had like thirty something, right? Uh, no, I was at sixty five. Oh, sixty five. I guess okay. three oh five. Again, Jamarcus Russell, surprising. His reported weight as a rookie was two sixty five. I see. I was gonna go a little higher, but I think because of the combine, it's hard to it's, it's harder. hard to lie. Yeah, or but even though they're in their best shape, yeah, I think it's hard for the teams when they put in like their guide or whatever. I mean, maybe nobody gives a shit, but yeah. Um, and his highest reported weight was three hundred and eight pounds. All right. So thirty five plus eight is forty three. Right. <laughs> You're still involved in weight. <laughs> Here we go. The blockbuster. Reported weight for Jared Lorenzen, 285. So that was his playing weight. <laughs> I mean, 6'4". I, mean, I, was, I guess 260. So I was fairly close. Yeah, to that and one. again, you went conservative because you got to figure they downplay the weight, especially right. with a guy they know is fat. Right. Like, they, do you know what? All right, let's, I know one off the top of my head because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. What CC Sabathia's listed weight? Oh, it's probably 220. No, it's, they list him at, at like, uh, I think it's 275. He he's, weighs three fifty. Probably he's six foot eight. He's an enormous and man, and he's fat. Yeah. All right. What's uh, J Load's weight? On. I want to highest. Make weight. sure we're. I want. I want to. I want visual evidence. For Does you. your uh, computer have enough RAM to hold the number? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the picture that I like. That's it works. <laughs> oh shit! But, I can't, wait, I can't wait, find you need it. to make. You need to put it. Make a gif of J Load. <laughs> in the arena league just barreling somebody over hashtag jload jerry lorenzen playing weight 285 his highest reported weight and i guessed i guessed uh i think 405 or 415 it was four something yeah. you said <laughs> what if i told you his highest reported weight is 502 pounds it's like, it's like, that's what andre the giant weighed <laughs> it's what jared the giant weighs Wow. So 502. I thought I went high. Minus 285. So two plus, it, plus, it's plus 217 yeah. pounds. Yeah. Wow. That's, I weigh, I weigh right around 200 pounds. Yeah, I can relate a he little bit more because I, I weigh like 225 right now. And I'm not a tall man. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm closer to Jared Lorenzen than you are, certainly. Can you believe that? I could believe he. I, I can't believe. I mean, now that I'm, you know, he's six four. I could. I mean, look for somebody. Wait, he doesn't look like he's five hundred pounds because he's tall. Well, that's the thing. It's like apparently after he stopped playing, he blew up, like got oh, even yeah. heavier. Yeah. And he's on like some. The only reason I even it was easy to find is he he lost a hundred pounds over the last like year because he's on like there was like a show. USA Today article like last week. Oh, okay. And it, so it showed him. No, he just like figured out like oh I'm gonna die. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm amazed he lived this long. <laughs> playing football and also being insanely fat. Has even any knees? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, he can't get CTE because it's like seven pounds of mozzarella <laughs> in his head. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, that was good. That was that our was new good. segment, the weight. That was fun. Which will only, you know, periodically will come back uh, but... when it fits. Yeah, and then it it fits. Fred X got beyond all of this, so just sure. that one character. Send me off. But this is how you know you can never predict what the games will be or who will be. In. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is how we know you're not I cheating. I didn't think I was talking about Jamarcus Russell today. <laughs> I, me neither. I, uh, and I'm always excited to talk about Jared Lorenzen. Yeah, I, I he's do. a fascinating athlete. 
It's just, it's one of the most amazing clips of anyone doing anything. It, it is. It's like watching a horse do algebra. You're just like, how is this possible? Because you know what it is too when he throws. Because he can't. He like can't. Like, he's a slinger. Swing his arm yeah, like, he, so like, the ball like, just pops out of his hands. <laughs> he's like a catcher, <laughs> right? Like he's throwing, yeah. He literally looks like he's throwing a watermelon. And he, <laughs> he just goes, <laughs> and it's like sixty-five yards on the field. It's crazy. I saw him once throw a watermelon, run out of field, <laughs> catch it in his mouth like a hippopotamus. <laughs> but honestly, who would go to tackle him in the arena league? <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite clip ever. Is that because that's when he's probably like four hundred? Yeah, and and like, he just on that tiny and he's field, he's fast, fifty yard field. Yeah, and he's just throwing fucking laser beams and running into guys. <laughs> it's the greatest. How is the play not just to have him run straight ahead every time? <laughs> yeah, like uh, it's like how they put the weight limit on kids in, in yeah. pee football because they can't. They'll otherwise would just destroy them. Right. Yeah, I wonder what he did in pee football. He probably just ran around and killed people. I bet you he's one of those guys that was super thin. And then got fat. I swear you to God. Think? Yeah. Not like super thin, but like normal. This is the movie we need. Like when he was, I bet you in high school, when he got recruited by Kentucky, he was thin. Er. He replaced Tim, Tim Couch. Tim Couch went to Kentucky? I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then he, he was awesome. I yeah. Mean, he was great. He was college. great. He was a great player. Yeah. I, I'm actually kind of amazed there isn't a Lifetime movie about him. I mean, we can make it. I'm, I, look, we just wrote the script. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure he'd sign on. I, I would love it because that's a perfect lifetime movie. Because it, so he he ends his career, he spirals into depression, he gets fat, and now he's on like this weight loss journey. Sure, like that brings in a whole. It's a that's a whole demographic array. that Lifetime yeah. isn't catering to. I mean, I could give two shits about Kentucky. I mean, I like the Giants, but he never played. Yeah, I am fascinated by him. No, he's fascinating. I mean, he's uh, he, he might be one of my favorite athletes of the 21st century. I think he's my favorite athlete of the 20th century. <laughs> I love everything about him. I I agree with you. It's oh god, I love yeah. Him. So if you haven't already, please, please go watch. <laughs> just just put it into YouTube. You, you, it'll be easy to find when you see. Oh yeah, when you see a guy whose helmet is breaking <laughs> from the size of his head, <laughs> it looks like a joke. It looks like a like a comedy movie. Well, cheese expands when he gets hot. <laughs> It just, just starts coming out of your holes. <laughs> Jared, you okay? Boots it out. I, th- I think you're bleeding. No, no, it's marinara and mozzarella. <laughs> Don't worry. I had the mud sticks in Kansas City. <laughs> Take the bread out of my pants. He's dip it. He snorts them like cocaine. <laughs> I just thought he pulls out of his sock a fucking baguette. He's dipping it in, <laughs> dipping it into his ear canal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so good. All right, well, all right, guys. We got a return from Shaolin Land. Yeah. Oh, that's also the. I mean, these are long flights. Work. We we need a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh god. Uh, see, Whew. this is why these are fun. You never know where you're gonna go. <laughs> Legitimately, don't know. Uh, uh, all right, right, guys. So, uh, yeah. So this movie, definitely watch it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a fun. It's one. good. It's a fun one to watch with people. I think too. Like if you right. want to yeah. sit down with someone, yeah, or your group of friends. Uh, like Doctor Mud said, look up the Jared Lorenz and YouTube clips. <laughs> They're well worth it. Uh, and that's about it. Well, I don't think we're starting the holiday season yet. But yeah, we're I think close. we got one more before Thanksgiving, right? Or no? Yeah, we got one more. Okay. Um, and then it's uh the holiday season. We yeah. have some special guests. I have, I have to talk to you. I have somebody lined up. Oh. Um, that we've never had on the show before. Mm. That requested to be on for a surprise reason. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, someone gonna propose to me? No. Oh, <laughs> no. Come on. 
not that crazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> sad. So uh, Kyle will drop in uh, the next movie we're doing. Uh, and for Dr. McCall Racing Dome, Ken Norski, and this has been another episode of Cyberbullies. See ya. And we're going to go out on the choice is yours since it was featured in the film. No, not who I am or when I'm coming, so you sleep. Wasn't in my room, I wasn't in your sphere. Knew not who I was, but listen here. Yes, the yes, I guess I can start. If this all right with you, I'll rip this head when I'm on. Back, middle, to the front, no front. On the next Cyber Bullies podcast, starring Natasha Bassett. I just thought everyone was against me. It's Britney Ever After. 